You know what I'm talking about. You know, you're scrolling through hundreds of profiles to find that special someone who might capture your eye. In fact, it's almost like a slot machine, right? You suddenly stop at one picture that captivates you amongst the blur of faces. And it's only then that you may start reading their profile. And if you don't like it, you kind of move on. It's this kind of drill that you've gotten yourself into. And then you may even go on a string of bad interview-like dates, leaving you with the feeling that there's just no good men out there, no good women out there. And in fact, eating a tub of ice cream in front of your TV probably sounds good about now. Sound familiar? Yeah, I hear this time and time again. Dating is different today, and the online dating, the app dating, is getting so popular but there is a fallout to this, and I really want to discuss this. And I, you know, there's a lot of nuances here, and there's a lot of things we can get into. But overall, there is more to dating than just app dating and online dating. I'm not knocking it, I think it's fantastic, and we're going to talk about that. But my belief is to really be a successful online dater, you must diversify your dating portfolio. It's just like a financial portfolio, right? You need to diversify as much as possible in order to get success. It's not just doing one thing and expecting great results. In fact, that can be exhausting. I actually want to share a funny story with you, and I am going to be like full disclosure here. I was talking to, you know, I work with a media coach putting together this podcast, and we were laughing because we were sharing stories about different dating and she told me she wanted me to put herself out there about this story because it's a fantastic story. And I think it represents a scenario that has happened to almost everybody, right? So I think you'll, you'll like it. And there were a lot of lessons in this story. So when she, um, she's married now, and so that's the good thing. But on her uh, journey to finding this husband of hers, she did a lot of dating and she definitely did the app dating. Now, at the time, OkCupid was pretty popular and there's this one particular date that she recalls that really highlighted her experience of online dating. She met this guy and they talked on the phone and he was in media like her. He was really cute. They seemed to have a lot in common. And then they decided to hop on Skype right away and do some almost like pre-screening of one another. And they talked for at least 10 minutes and they really liked each other. And she and he joked that they felt like they passed the test of one another and they wanted to meet right away. They had a first date. Things went really, really great. And they made a plan for the second date. 
Now, I think the first date was okay. I think they did a meet and greet and things went well and it was kind of short-lived, which is always a good plan for the first date. But then they kind of went from A to Z and jumped into meeting at his apartment for the second date right away. They decided that they wanted to do like a takeout food situation but not just takeout food, but she proceeded to tell me that they started drinking and then that led to some pot smoking and that led to just, you know, more and more time went by. Now, one of the things he had told her that he liked about her is that she was very spiritual and that he said, in fact, that she reminded him of his mother because his mother was very spiritual and into yoga and meditation and all of that. And so there seemed to be this common ground and they're getting into these deep talks. Well, she was realizing as she was talking to him, she's looking around the room and there's this ginormous crystals all over the place and she was fascinated by them. So she got up and she started touching the crystals like any woman would. I mean, right? It's like diamonds. I mean, what is a girl supposed to do? <laughs> Not touch these crystals? They were staring at her. So she's just touching them. And he went berserk. He freaks out. He starts ranting and raving says, you're not supposed to touch those crystals. Those are sacred. Don't you know the energy can be transferred from them? And you call yourself a spiritual person. And she, <laughs> you can only imagine her reaction. So with her eyes wide open and stunned, suddenly she just bursts out because she's so shocked. And she freaks out, and now she starts yelling at him. And she's saying, and kind of almost like telling him what his problem is, and he's telling her what her problem is. And she ends up leaving crying, right? So there she is at this low moment after a slew of online dates, and she says to herself, I swear, I swear I will never do dating again. And then, of course, what does she do? She has about 10 other horrific online dates and then finally gives up. She hypothesizes that there's no good men out there, dating sucks, and more importantly, online dating sucks. So she, she took some time out. She took some time out to evaluate. And when she did that, she really kind of came clean with herself and she figured out that she was going out on all these dates, in essence, to almost search for something she didn't even know she was searching for, if that makes sense. She almost lost the, you know, what she was really hoping to find in, in that whole procedure of online dating. It was almost like she was numbing out. And she couldn't really see what was in front of her and what was important. And when she didn't do any dating at all, she really became clear. And it was then and only then when she started kind of getting out and being more social out in the real world, she kind of went away from the online dating for a while. And 
lo and behold, she met her husband. And in fact, it was at a party. It was a very organic situation, but she was in a mindset of positivity. She was in a mindset of being open to different possibilities and not putting so much pressure on finding the guy by scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And she met her husband. Does this sound like you? Or does this sound like all the online dating <laughs> experiences you've had? I mean, we've all had them. I've had them. My clients have. It's kind of the nature of the beast. Now, look, I'm not here to talk about that online dating sucks. Because it doesn't. I believe online dating is a beautiful tool. And it's a tool that people didn't have a long time ago where you can meet lots of people. Like you really can have the volume and chances of meeting people that you never could before way back when, when there wasn't this thing called online dating. But there's a fallout to that. And there was many more things that Jenny was doing wrong that had nothing to do with online dating itself. I mean... It wasn't until she kind of sat back and evaluated herself when she was really able to be a smart dater. The truth of the matter is Jenny wasn't a smart dater. She was not clear on her goals, not clear on what it is that she wanted. She wasn't paying attention to signs. And more importantly, she wasn't pacing things out. She was going out just in, in search of something that represented what she thought she wanted. And that was backfiring on her. So I'm here to tell you, in order to be a successful online dater, not only do you have to get clear in your goals, but you must diversify your dating portfolio to balance things out. Get out in the real world and it'll feel better. That more positive and balanced state will end up leaving you open to possibilities and healthier relationships. I do believe that's true. I mean, here's the thing. Anytime you get hyper-focused in one way of dating, it doesn't matter what it is. I mean, you could be hiring a matchmaker and then you're totally relying on the matchmaker to find your one. Or all you do is going out and partying and going to clubs and you're not going anywhere else to meet people. It's about balance. It's about having a mindset of abundance and getting out in the real world. Because guess what? It, they're all going to work together. So for instance, if all you're doing is online dating, and I hear this happening to so many clients of mine and people who are doing it, they get in front of the person and they forget how to flirt. They forget how to connect. It's almost as if they're sitting in the chair and they're ready to swipe the person in front of them. People are forgetting people skills, and that's why getting out in the real world is so important to balance that out. Now, I know what you're thinking. You know, a lot of you might be saying, no, Kim, online dating just sucks. I know, you know, Jenny told me that. She's like, no, Kim, online dating just sucks. It's not, nothing else. But I am here to tell you that there were a lot of people who were successful online, and I have many clients, best friends who met their partner online, but it wasn't the online itself as a tool. Like that was just the medium at which they met the person. It was more about the mindset that they had. And that is when they met the person. They had a different openness to them. They were able to evaluate things. They, they were pacing things out. And so they met the one. Now, here's an interesting 
tidbit. There was some research done on, you know, the app dating. Well, especially I think it was more in relation to Tinder. They found that the thing that happens in the brain and Tinder with the swiping is the same effect the brain has in the slot machines, right? So you're just like, you're putting in the coin, you're putting in the coin. And it's almost that, again, that numbing out thing that happens. And when people are getting addicted to online dating, they're not having the success that they want. You have to diversify in order to get the results. So today I'm doing something a little different. I don't have a letter because I felt like Jenny's story was so awesome and it really exemplified um, what can happen when you date smartly and you diversify your dating portfolio. Instead, I want to break down and give you tips, really easy tips on how to be a good online dater or app dater and also have you build out your dating portfolio so that you're getting out there too. So it's kind of helping you with both your online and your offline dating. All right, let's get into it first, the tips for the online dating. The first thing, and you know I'm gonna say this because my whole approach is about working from the outside in, and this is the reality, make sure that you have great pictures, okay? That is gonna give you the confidence to attract the right people, you got to make sure that you are putting yourself out there in the best light possible because there are there is so much competition. You want to make sure that you have a photo that's recent, that you don't have any other people in the, the photos. That's a big mistake that a lot of people have because they want to show that they have friends. And also make sure that all the photos that you have are the best ones that you have. Because here's the thing, you're only as good as your worst photo. And that's the truth. I have to tell you a little story around that. There's a client I was working with, and as you, or some of you know, I do photo shoots to help people with their image. And this woman had a really cute picture of herself, and she was in a dress, and I think there was a red car that was in the background. Obviously, very catchy for a guy's eye. A girl in a dress and a red car, right? Perfect. But then I'm scrolling through her portfolio, if you will, and she had like 20 pictures, first of all, way too many. And each picture was getting worse and worse by each scroll. So by the time I got to her last picture, it was one of her in these baggy jeans and a ponytail, oversized sweatshirt, holding a bowling ball in a bowling alley. And I said to her, what is this? What is this? This doesn't look like the girl in the red car with the dress on. And she laughed and she's like, well, but I wanted to show the guys that, you know, I'm into activities and I could be fun. And I'm like, look, if you were in cute little yoga pants with a ponytail and it really showed your figure and you were looking sexy holding a ball, that's one thing. But this ain't sexy. This ain't a good, <laughs> this is not a good image. So what was happening is the guys were scrolling through and they were clicking off of her. So guess what? She thought online dating sucked because there were no good men out there. But the truth of the matter is it was her doing. It was her like advertising of herself that was causing a bad experience. So definitely get good pictures. Tip number two, really brush up on your online flirting skills. 
You know, what people really have been getting into because everything's going so fast, I hear a lot of clients saying they just want to get to meeting the person. They're not taking the time to be flirty, to have fun, to have some banter, even online to build that rapport. This is a pacing issue. This is what I'm talking about. So what ends up is that people are just interviewing each other and then even women are just being forthright and saying, hey, so when do you want to meet? There's nothing flirty. There's nothing fun. It becomes a Q&A session. In fact, it almost becomes like setting up a business meeting. So instead, tell some stories. Tease him a little. If he asks you a question, ask him a question back. Um, talk about, you know, fun and obscure things rather than what you do for a living. Don't talk about what you do for a living, whatever you do. And I, I could do a whole podcast on that. But especially online. Okay, so pace it out and flirt. And then finally, I would say do your research and experiment with different apps, different online sites. I will say that the two coasts, okay, so like if you look at the Pacific Coast and the East Coast, the most popular form of virtual dating right now is app dating. So there's bigger volume. There's usually more opportunities on these apps. The online tends to still be popular more in the Midwest, although it's starting to turn over and switch. And what I will say to you is that different cities, different states have um, kind of I guess different popular sites and don't get discouraged if you go on one site and there doesn't seem to be any action or the kind of people that you're looking for just experiment and look at you know different kinds and the name of the game is consistency don't give up use this virtual kind of dating as almost background noise in a consistent way and having fun but all the while I want you getting out into the world okay and this is where my tips come in for increasing your chance of success by diversifying your dating portfolio get involved in activities you are passionate about that is my tip number one um, people who develop single events. There's, I'm not knocking those necessarily. And again, each town and city is different, but those aren't the only ways of meeting singles. And I think people think that, oh, well, I'll just look for a singles event. It's not the best way, especially if you're a woman. Let's face it. A lot of times, 80% of the people who show up at those places are women. So what you want to do is make a list of all your passions, all your hobbies, and start getting involved. Look at classes. Classes are great because you have to go consistently. You have to go for a certain amount of time. And then you can really get to know these people and cultivate some relationships. Start going to places that you like, activities you enjoy. Is it hiking? Is it salsa dancing? Is it improv? Like things that get you out of your head. And those activities can really be a great source for your social circle. Because as I mentioned in some of the other podcasts, if you have a bunch of married folks, and as nice as the married folks are, no, no, I'm not knocking any of you out there because you're lovely people, you just don't get it. You don't get that energy that needs to happen when you go out and about. So the fallout from 
getting involved in activities is you can meet some other single people. So don't just think of it as ways of meeting the opposite sex, but also the same sex so that you have great wing people. It's really important. The second thing is organic, I just call organic time. Don't lose sight of the fact that you have a whole world in front of you that you walk through every single day of your life and you're probably passing by a person that you may end up dating. My favorite story around this was a, a woman I was working with and one of the things we discovered about her is she again was numbing out by going online and dating up a storm but she was forgetting to use her real life as ways to meet somebody. But one of the things she knew she was doing is that she was horrified to make eye contact and smile with people because it just was uncomfortable to her. So I'd say after two sessions, and this is just my phone coaching client, okay? Can you only imagine when I get my hands on you, when you, I go out to the bars and farmer's market with you? I simply told her to start taking the blinders off and look at the, you know, even the route that she was going on every single day of her life to work. Start noticing people around her. Smile, make eye contact, and just say hi to people. So fast forward two weeks, I get on the call with her, and she, I, there's this just dramatic pause. Like, I, she, she wasn't saying anything. I'm like, hello? Hello? Are you there? She said, Kim, do you have a voodoo doll? I said, what are you talking about? I have a voodoo doll. What happened? She said, I cannot believe what happened to me after I had my call with you. I said, what happened? She said, well, I did what you said. I opened my eyes. I started talking to people. And Kim, I think I met him. I said, what do you mean you met him? She said, yeah, this guy, this, this gorgeous French dude came up to me and he said he loved my energy. I said, oh, really? <laughs> and it was, I am so happy to say, this is such a cute story that as time went on, they did start to date and they realized that they were in the same place at the same time all the time, but they had not seen each other. But the truth of the matter is, is he didn't see her because she wasn't trying to be seen. And that's my point of the story. I'm happy to say they are boyfriend and girlfriend now. See, things happen like that in the real world. So just get off of the couch, get out there. And then the other thing I will say is create, and this is my final tip, create a social calendar for yourself. Your social calendar should look like your business calendar, right? Like if you color code it and you have a bunch of blue that represents your business side of things, take pink and make that your social color. And you should fill it in with classes, events that are happening, going out with your friends. I, you know, you really need to have it more balanced. If your whole calendar looks like blue, you know you have a problem. You're too much in your business and then you're going home and you're just scrolling online. I know, I know you're out there and, and when you're, and when I'm saying this, you're smiling. So if that is you, I want you to start having more balance in your life and getting out there because as I keep harping on, you will be a much successful, much more successful online dater, dater in general, if you diversify your dating portfolio. And I just want to highlight this openness thing. I have so many 
stories of when I am coaching people where people like men, let's say I'm coaching a woman, will will meet a man out and that client ends up dating that man. Why? Not because I planted him. I, I know a lot of people. I don't know that many people. <laughs> but it's because there's an energy, there's an openness and a willingness to meet people. So you end up meeting people. I mean, look at Jenny, who I told you about, you know, she met hers at a party. I met my boyfriend on a field trip. This was something that I was supposed to do regardless of meeting my guy. But because I was open and I put myself out there, things happened. So you really, th this is all about not the event itself where you meet people, you know. This is, I think, I want to say the conclusion of the story or the podcast. It's not about the online date or which app to choose, really. It's not about where to go and who to go out with. It's all about your mindset. When you're in a more positive state and you shift from thinking that dating is awful and negative into thinking that it is a beautiful thing, get involved in life, that is when everything happens. It doesn't mean that online dating is horrifying or you'll feel that you never will find love. You can be the most successful that you can when you get clear, when you're open, and you do all of those things to meet your guy or to meet the girl. And in Jannie's case, hopefully you guys learned a lesson that you need to take it slow. You know, don't meet at somebody's apartment <laughs> at a second date. Don't do drugs on the second date with them. And for God's sakes, don't touch the crystals, whatever you do. <laughs> it is, it's about being smart, open and smart. So I'll get off my soapbox. And with that, I will sign off. I wanted to thank you all for joining me today. This has been the Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, Kim Seltzer. And remember, you can build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. And stay tuned until next week with more tips. And if any of you want to learn how to be a great wing girl and put yourself out there, you need to contact me, seltzerstyle.com. See you next week. Thank you.